Hi everyone, Benjamin Smith here, pastor of Revealing Truth Ministries, Wesley Chapel. You know, God is always speaking good things to us and he has a word for you today, we are sure of it. Take some time out to listen and we'll be back as soon as we're done. God bless you. Ready, read. This is my Bible. I can be what it says I can be. I can do what it says I can do. I can have what it says I can have. Every verse is God breathed, and I aim to live by every word. It is essential to my faith foundation and works to change me from the inside out into the person God created me to be. That is why I shall never let it go. It is reliable. It is the truth. It is divine. It is the word of God and shall forever be to me my Bible. <clears throat> Amen. Hallelujah. So, this, this atmosphere is already anointed because you showed up. Amen. So the ground, the foundation has already been set. But there's something that God laid on my heart yesterday to do. And, you know, like I always say, I'm going to be obedient to the Holy Spirit. Uh, this is his message. If, if a word of it don't get spoken, that's all right with me. Whatever he say, that's what we do. So in Acts 5, and um, there, there were a lot of people. Peter uh, was walking and he was going into the villages, and he was ministering, and he had a healing anointing on him. So some people, you know, when there's a whole crowd, sometimes you can't get to that person because there's a whole lot of people surrounding that person. So people were putting people out in beds. They were just laying out. They just said, even if I can just get his shadow, his shadow will heal me. So I'm going to walk through. And I want y'all to believe that whatever has been hindering, a hindrance, a challenge, it doesn't matter what it is because healing is not just a physical thing. It, healing could be in your finances, in your relationships, in your marriage, in whatever it is. So when, listen, we are anointed, but I have prayed and I have declared some things for you all for this day. So when I walk through and I'm praying, all you got to do is just believe. Just, I just pray my shadow will just heal you from whatever the enemy has put, in, put you in bondage with. And when I walk through, I want to see chains falling off because we got to set this atmosphere so we can receive what God has for us. We can't continue to sit and sit and sit. We have to believe, then we can receive it, and then we're going to walk it out. So I'm going to walk through. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you, Lord God. I thank you for every person that's in here right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, that chains are being broken right now. I thank you, Lord God, for the manifestation now. I thank you, Lord God, right now that no one will sit in here in discomfort. I thank you, Lord God, for the revelation knowledge of you. I thank you, Lord God, that long life we have serving and satisfying you. I break every curse. I thank you, Lord God, right now. I curse every everything that has come upon you that is not from God. We send it back to the pits of hell where it originated from. It does not belong to you, so it is not you. So I thank you, Lord God. There's no grief stricken. I thank you, Lord God. Oh, death, where is your sting? I thank you, Lord God, for the children of God. I thank you, Lord God, for every person you created. I thank you, Lord God, as we continue to walk through. Lord God, you will continue to help us to grow through every situation and every circumstance. I thank you, Lord God, that diagnosis does not mean that we are dying. I thank you, Lord God, right now. Chain fall off. Chain break now in the name of Jesus. Release God's people now. Set them free in the name of Jesus. We are free. 
because God said so. So, Lord God, I just thank you. Shake this atmosphere, Lord God. Shake the walls of this house in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, right now. People are being free right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord God, right now. We're casting all of our cares upon you, for you caring for us. Lord God, nothing will hinder us. Nothing will stop us and nothing shall block us, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, that whoever the Son has set free is free indeed. I thank you, Lord God, that we receive it all. And it is so. We believe it. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can continue to praise God. Hallelujah. Listen, we don't come to play. In the name of Jesus, God said that we are free. So we are not going to continue to get back in bondage. We will be released. We will be free. And we will walk this word out in victory. You've already won because you woke up this morning. You already have the victory. All you got to do is look in the mirror. You are created in the image of the Most High God. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken in your life. It might not look like how we want it to look, but we don't walk by what, we, what it looks like. We don't walk by our emotions and everything. We walk by faith. And, and listen, if you got the, the measure, God gave you the measure, faith as a mustard seed. You don't have to get more faith, more faith, more. You just need to activate the measure of faith that you have. In the name of Jesus. We count it all joy now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We just, we just serve notice on the devil. His camp, his enemies. All his plans have been destroyed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because when the people of God come together, there is nothing that can stand before us. We are a force. In the name of Jesus. Anything that you've been carrying, loose it. Release it. Let it go. Stop claiming it. It don't belong to you. It don't belong to you. Hallelujah. It's time to take back what belongs to us. There's over 7,000 promises in the word of God. I don't want one, five, and ten. I want all 7,000. We have a right to it, a blood-bought right. So we got to receive what God said is for us. But the only way we're going to know that is if we get in his word, if we have a relationship with Christ. We can't just read a scripture and say, this is for us, and forget all the other things, our basic instruction before leaving earth. That's what the Bible is. The B-I-B-L-E, it's your basic instructions before leaving earth. So everything in there, that's your manuscript. That's your blueprint. That's everything that you need to walk this life out in victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I, I have the honor. Hey, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Like that, the praise break time. I'm just, God is just so good. How can we not? How can we not? praise him? How can we not thank him? How can we not call on his name just to say, Daddy, we love you. We love you. It could have went a different way, but because you are the way, we are in the right place at the right time. Hallelujah. Okay, I have the honor of starting this new uh, sermon series called 
managing millions. Now listen, when the pastor get up and they start talking about millions and money, people start going to the left. I want to get y'all right because listen, y'all got to listen, every promise. He said he gave you the power to get the wealth. So, so we got to talk about, we got to talk about your wealth. You know, we got to talk about the power that you have to get the wealth. He didn't say uh, you're going to walk around in lack. I don't care what your bank account looks like. You got to connect it to the kingdom account. Um, let me tell you, they're, 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 uh, the definition of provision is the action of providing or supplying something for use. Now, the Bible definition of provision is in James uh, chapter 1. Verse 17 in the New Living Translation, I'll read it. It says, whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a, sh a shifting shadow. So God is provision for your provision, for your vision. He gave you a vision, but, but in, in the Word it says that he, he's, he's, he's not holding anything back from you. You think that you got a vision... <laughs> God got the provision for that vision. He sends you out, and he's already made provision. You got to show up, though. You got you to you gotta be in position. You got to be in that place because that's where your provision is. So you got to show up. Uh, you have to participate in your own prosperity because you know what? Prosperity does have a purpose. It does have a purpose. We're not going to just talk about all the good things and, and leave out how we got to manage millions. What, um, what I titled this message was, you can't manage what you don't believe for. You can't manage what you don't believe for. If, you, if you're stuck or you're in a situation, it's because you're not believing for it. Because, see, God said the only thing that, we, that we, we have to trust him, and all he wants us to do is believe for it. He's made the provision because he is the provision. But all we have to do is believe for it. So we have to check our belief system. Say this with me. I cannot manage what I do not believe for. There is no lack in the kingdom. So just, just know you will not receive what you don't believe. You will not receive what you don't believe. If you're believing for certain things that you've been believing for a long time, I heard someone tell me, they said, um, I'm, I'm satisfied even when God tells me no. Well, see, in the word of God, he said his answers are always yes and amen. So that means he's not saying no. He might be saying not right now, but every time we hear a not, not, not right now, we say it's a no. But God said his word is yes and amen. So he gives us everything that we're asking for. But he's, his provision has already gone before us. So just because you're ready to go right now, sometimes you got to learn how to be still. Sometimes you got to... Not sometimes, all the time you have to wait on God. We can't get before God. We have to allow God to go before us. I, I love the saying, what God showed me. He said, he said, my people get in the way so they can't see the way, and they're not letting me lead the way, and that's why they don't know the way. So, so you got to get out of the way. And some of us are in our own way. You're believing for a business, but you're waiting on the world system to tell you to ch check my credit score. Well, God said you got to check with the kingdom credit score. He said it's yours. It might not be right now, or it might be 
yesterday. It might have been a time that you were, so, you were supposed to move and you didn't move because you were in your own head. You know, you, you got people around you telling you, I don't see that. They don't see it because it ain't their vision. Stop allowing other people to manage your vision. If God said it, then he's going to do it for you, with you. He's not going to come back and do it all over again. He's already done what he's going to do. Now he said that he left all power and authority with you. So now it's time for you to walk it out. Amen. You infuse with all this power. Um, the foundation scripture, James 1, 22 and 24 in the New Living Translation. And it, uh, James 1, 22 and 24, and it says, but, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. Yes. That, that right there, that's a word because we all have mirrors. We all see, see what we look like. Um, Philippians 4, 11, and 13 New Living Translation says, not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little, for I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I want to read uh, Philippians 4, 12, and 13 of that in the Passion Translation. And it says, I know what it means to lack, and I know what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger. And I find that the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. Whew! Every difficulty infused with his overwhelming power. That's a power that you and I cannot contain and don't want to even if we could. His overwhelming power. We're infused with it. And what Paul is saying is you can't manage what you can't believe for. What we see as lack, God is saying, I've infused you. I've infused you. You might be hurting, daughter. You might be hurting, son, but I've infused you with my power. So if I've infused you with my power, encourage yourself. Amen. Encourage yourself. Shake that dust off your feet and keep moving. He said in his word that I order your footsteps. You can't, some, he can't order you, your foot not moving. He's ordering our footsteps. So we are a movement. Y'all are a movement. We are movement. God's word is alive, and it, it prompts a call to action. It prompts movement. When, when, when we read the word of God, it doesn't mean for us to sit and be still. There's a word that's coming alive. It comes alive on the inside of us. It promotes us to move and manage what God has given us. Manage what God has given us. Mm. You know, when I read the scripture about the mirror, um, you don't. When we look in the mirror, we see this image. I, I, I've done this before. I don't do it no more because I'm so beautiful. But <laughs> we look in the mirror and we see some imperfections, right? 
oh, I, need, I wish my, this was like this, and I wish my nose was like this. You know, we just say different things. But see, when we look in a, a spiritual mirror and we know that we're creating the, the likeness of Christ, we won't see these imperfections. We got to look in a spiritual mirror. We looking in a natural mirror will tell you all the stuff that's wrong with you, all the things that you need to go pay somebody to fix. Year after year, 10 years later, because when you, I don't know about, I don't know, but I'm just going to say, you might get it fixed one time, but down the road, you got you to gotta lift that up again. You got to fix that again. You got to, what you're doing is you got to keep fixing something that God said he created fearfully and wonderfully. Amen. See, but see, the way God fixed it, the way he created us, ain't nothing wrong with y'all. Ain't nothing wrong. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken. You are perfect in his eyesight. So when you look in the mirror, see God. See yourself the way he sees you. Don't walk away from the mirror and forget what you look like. That's what the words say. Look in that mirror and say, God, you created all this. You created this. So, Lord God, thank you. Thank you for my ears, for my eyes, for my nose, for my mouth. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. I don't care what it, what it looks like on the outside because, see, I'm reflecting what's on the inside. And what's on the inside always comes out on the outside. So I'm just going to serve notice on you all today. If you keep looking in the mirror and you see imperfection, that means something ain't right on the inside of you. You need to get the inside right because, see, that's why I say when I look in the mirror now, I don't see imperfection. I see how God created me perfect. It might, I might not look a certain way to somebody else or anybody else, but I don't care about that anymore. I don't care about what others see if they're not seeing Christ in me. And that's how we have to be. So settle that. Settle that in yourself. When somebody tell you, you too this, you too ugly, you too fat, you too whatever, you tell them I created in the likeness of Christ, so I am perfect. I am perfect from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. And what you say won't move me because my daddy already done told me who I am, whose I belong to, what I look like. All of that, because he created us. So when we look in our natural mirror and we see all these professions, we say, God, you made a mistake when you put my nose on me. You made a mistake when you fixed my eyes. You made a mistake when you did my, we're telling God he made a mistake. But he told us, you are created in my likeness, daughter, son. You are perfect. You are in my image. You are beautiful. I have sent you out with power. I have infused you with me. He lives on the inside of you. You're infused with his power. Ain't nothing mistaken about you. Ain't nothing off about you. Ain't nothing wrong with you. You just got to know who you are and activate that. Because you can't manage what you can't believe for. You can't manage what you cannot believe for. And we have to stop seeing what we could be and see who we already are. Don't see who you could be, well, if I go back to school and do this, and then I could do this. Then if I uh, do this right here, study the word, I can be this. No, no, no. Don't look at what you could be. Look at who you are right now. Because, see, that looking at who you could be will cause you to get depressed, stressed, annoyed, frustrated, and hey, jealous of somebody else. Be who you are right now in this moment. You don't need to get ahead of, of, of where you want to be or what you're doing because all of that is in God's time. We are on God's time. He said we're going to sit right here and we're going to do what he called us to do in this season. In this season. In this season, you are equipped. 
You are anointed. You are appointed. You are powerful. That's who you are right now. Activate it. Activate it. Learn how to manage who you are. Um, the, a mirror is a world's reflection of you, and the Bible is God's reflection in you. The mirror is a reflection of the world, the way the world sees you, but the Bible is a reflection of the God in you. There is only one God. God, God, God cannot, there's some idols, there's some, a whole bunch of things going on. We don't concern ourselves about that. We serve the one true living God. He's our rock. He's our strong tower. We can run to him when we need help. We call on the name of Jesus and we got demons running. You know, we are in a spiritual warfare. We can't keep sitting back on the job, sitting back on the anointing, sitting back on the power and want somebody else to always pray for us and give us a word. We got, you got the word in you. You got to release that word out of you. You got to speak a word over your own self. When somebody come and tell you something, they, they come and, Pastor Mike said this too, they're not coming to confirm what God already told you to do. They are reminding you of what God confirmed in you, so now you should already be on the battlefield walking it out. You should already be in position. You cannot manage anything without the anointed one leading you. We try to manage things and we leave God on the sideline. God shows us something. Because let me tell y'all. Let me tell you something. I know y'all are powerful and anointed. But the visions that y'all have right now. These business owners. Entrepreneurs. All the things that y'all got. Uh, God put those visions on the inside of you. You ain't just come up with that. Because I know you're powerful and anointed. But God put those visions and thoughts in you. He's the provision. He's the provision. Your bank account will manage you. If it's, not, if it's not connected to your kingdom account. Say, my, say this with me. My kingdom account is overflowing. Everything else God will add. You seek him first. Everything will be added. I look at, sometimes I look at our bank account and I be like, who Jesus? I'm so glad that I'm connected to the kingdom account. Because what I'm seeing right now uh, and where you telling me to go and what you telling me to do, that's the, that ain't lining up. But then he said, you, you don't pay attention to that bank account. You got to pay attention to the kingdom account. There's no lack in the kingdom. There's no lack in the kingdom. And I know some of you are like, well, Pastor Lita, you don't know I'm struggling. You don't know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. But God knows. So if, if, if you're saying I'm struggling and I'm broke, you know, then, <laughs> listen, God will honor how you feel. He will honor your will. Just because you feel a certain way, you got you to gotta line it up with the will that God has for your life and what he's already spoken over your life. It's not moving. He's not going to change what he said about you. It doesn't matter what you're looking at. It only matters what he said. Not what you see, but what he has said. That is what you manage. Manage what God has said and stop trying to manage what you see because it's not going to line up. Um, look at this picture of a dollar bill. Um, I know a lot of us use cards and all this different stuff, but you know, money still is relevant now. So she's going to put that up, but no matter what anyone believes on every dollar bill, what it say? Every dollar bill. 
God, God created this. Man didn't create this. That's why they don't even know why they're putting in God we trust on them. They don't know why they're putting it on there. They're putting it on there because that's the standard. So that's the provision. In God, we trust. We trust God. So when you managing your million saint, remember, don't be trusting dollar bills. Trust the one who heals. Money is a movement. Money is a movement. Money is a movement, and we have to be di disciplined in managing it. We have to be disciplined in managing what God has provided for us. It says he gives you the power to get the wealth. You ain't getting no wealth on your own. You're not going to get no wealth on your own. If he said he gives you the power to get it, you have to uh, exercise that power. You have to activate it. I love the word activate and infuse. That, those are words that I've been standing on, activate, infuse, and shift. See, that's a movement. Activate because you're already infused. Now you need to shift. It doesn't say activate and sit down. Mm. You know, God is a consuming fire. That's what the word says. Jesus, Jesus came to the earth. He was lit. L-I-T. Y'all know y'all hear people say lit? Okay. I always have to switch it around for the spiritual, you know, because, you know, uh, my son then told me, he said, you know, you need, don't be trying to say what we be saying and stuff, and, and, and you don't know what it means and stuff like that. You know, y'all, I done got caught saying something, saying something, thinking it meant something good, and it didn't, and somebody pulled me to the side of me. I said, ooh, that's what that say? I said, okay, so, hey, we got to know what we saying. So, when Jesus came to the earth, he was lit, and I can say lit because my lit, the, our lit is living in truth. That's lit, living in truth. So y'all lit. Say so we can say that, y'all lit. Somebody say, you don't know what that means. Yeah, that means I'm living in truth. I know what that means. I know how to manage what's going on. I am living in truth, so I stay lit. You know, we got to stop faking it till we make it. Y'all hear that too? Faking it till you make it? We got to start faithing it so we can break it. So it, everything that they try to come up with, we got a, we got a spiritual word for it. We, we, didn't, we don't come here to play church. We are the church. We get infused with everything that we need, and then we go out. We come in here on Sunday morning, we lit. We leave out the church, we get hit. Got to stay lit. No matter what's going on, you got to continue to live in truth. No matter what hits you, no matter what comes your way, you cannot manage things when you're not lit. Amen. Uh, I, I, I love it when God say the word, the word was not created for us to say and stay. The word was created for us to say then slay. We got to go out. We got to go out. We got to get, we got to get, I don't, I don't say uncomfortable, but it is. It is. Sometimes you got to get uncomfortable. Sometimes you got to move in these uncomfortable zones because let me tell you something. You, you can't sit here in the saints. The saints are obese with the word. The saints are so spirit. They got so much word in them that they are spiritually obese. 
Every time they move, they got that juicy word dropping to the ground with none effect. None effect. Because we're so obese with the word, but we won't give it out. You got to learn how to release so you can receive more. You're not, you're not created to stay where you are. You're created because you are a movement. And when the word said that you are a chosen generation, I asked God, well, what, what, what we chosen for? We're not, if we're not doing what he called us to do, it's time for us to shift. It's time for us to move. It's time for us to manage our millions. It's time for us to go global. It's time for us to move. You know, the, we're not, when we say we're in this world, but we're not of this world, but we conform to every single thing going on in the world, that's, that's contrary to what you're saying. You got to manage your words. You got to manage your words. You got to manage what you're saying, what you're putting out of, of your mouth. I know I was watching this TV show, and uh, <laughs> I ain't going to tell y'all the name of it because... My husband like, you be watching them dumb shows, right? <laughs> and, and, okay, I'll, I'll tell y'all what it is. Flash. I like shows like that. Flash. Did the man run real fast? I be like, he be like, why you watching? And I, I be like, I can relate to him because I be like, I be in the spirit running, you know? I be like, I'm lit, I'm running, I'm, I'm on fire for God. And I just be like, I'm going to run. I just, I be getting these visuals. And I was like, that's how I am for Christ. I'm running. Oh, I went. You didn't even see me when I went. You didn't even see me when I prayed. You didn't see me late in the midnight hour when I was on my knees. You didn't see me because I come right back. That's how we got to be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, we got to we gotta see ourselves like, like that, you know? Hey, I'm over your house. You got something going on? The enemy messing with you? Here I come. Because the thing about God is, listen, listen, y'all, listen. Your girl right here, I, I'm not immune for, to anything. The enemy, be, he, he be trying. But let me tell you what I told him. Because, see, I don't play with demons that I've uh, been sent to defeat. So I told him one day, I said, why are you sending your protégés after this one? Your protégés get dusted off and they get kicked right back to hell. So I'm sending for you, big dog. You come for me. Because if you're messing with any of my peeps, any people that God has connected me to, then I'm sending for you to come for me so that I can go ahead and kick your butt right on back to hell where you belong at. That's how we got to stay. What? Lit. He ain't going to mess with none of y'all on my watch. I love a good fight. I can flash in the spirit. I can come to your house. Hey, I need to touch a wall. Let's do it. I need to touch and agree. Let's do it. You know, I ain't trying to get your business. Trust and believe I got a lot of business of my own. But what I'm, what I'm doing is I'm trying to help y'all manage what God has already put in you. I'm trying to help you keep it stirred up. Because, see, our God is a consuming fire, and we keep on letting the fire go out. We keep on fanning the flames. We keep on walking past the fire, and we won't throw a word on it. We're walking around so juicy and fat and obese with the word. Uh, somebody come up to you, hey, I got this situation going on. Why are they telling me that? For you to pray? For you to say a word? God sent them to you. Ain't nobody trying to give you they business. We are trying to give the devil the business. That's what we sent for. That's what we're sent for. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 in the voice version says, Place your trust in the eternal. 
Rely on him completely. Never depend upon your own ideas and inventions. Give him the credit for everything you accomplish. And he will smooth out the, and straighten the road that lies ahead. Mm. Man of God, you're covered. Woman of God, you're covered. Man of God, you're covered. Woman of God, you're covered. You have already been covered by the blood of Jesus, and he ain't taking it back. He ain't taking it back. We got to learn how to rest in Christ. And, you know, our rest, don't, our rest should not look like the world's rest. Our rest should not look like the world's rest. I can only speak for me. My rest is resist every satanic test. That's how I rest. That's that R-E-S-T. Resist every satanic test. That's my rest right there. That's how we got to learn how to rest in the spirit. You know, we got to, and, and don't always think rest means go take a nap. There ain't nothing wrong with naps. I'm going to tell you. Naps are anointed. <laughs> you know, them, them, look, them, those naps are from God. They are from heaven. So I'm not saying... I'm not saying don't take naps, but when we're taking a spiritual nap, a spiritual nap means N-A-P. Now, I know nap means that you're not average people. That's how, that's how you nap. That's how, that's how the saints nap. Y'all not average people. Don't let nobody tell you anything different. When you say I'm going to take a spiritual nap, they got to recognize that's not an average person. Okay? When you resting, you resisting every satanic test because they coming. They going to keep coming. Let me tell y'all something. If the devil keeps sending his protege, protege after you, then you got to level up. And, and, and you got to drag him out to make him come so you can defeat him continually. You can't play with devils. That you can't, you can't um, defeat devils that you play with. You can't defeat devils you entertain. You can't because they, then they'll get comfortable with you. Then they be, they be your homeboy, homegirl. Right. Then when the attacks come, you getting, you getting taken out. You getting hit left, right, upside down and all that because y'all cool. Y'all cool. We, we, we love to get in here and be lit on Sunday and then Monday. We don't forget everything. We don't know how to walk it out. We don't know how to move. Oh my God, we don't got a, we don't went and got a diagnosis. The doctor doesn't say, I, I, listen, my doctor is Jesus. I go get good reports. Even when he tried to say something contrary to what I already done said before I walked in there, it don't even matter to me because I know that's going to pass too because I stay lit and I know how to manage millions. I know how to manage everything. And I'm, I'm, I'm growing through the process. You know, when you go through a process, sometimes you go, you go, you go, you go, you go. You don't learn that. You keep going, going, going. But when you grow through a process, that means you picking up some tools to put in your belt. You know, you got to keep your, your, your belts locked and loaded and these different loops, you got to put your tools in there. Oh, you tried this last year. Well, let me take that out. Okay, it, it, 
Yeah, it looked like it's the same, but I, um, I learned some things because I grew. So let me put that back over there and pull out the tool of that. What, what, what scripture did you stand on? Start writing these things down. What scripture did you stand on? Because, see, it doesn't mean that you, that you weren't uh, ready or equipped or powerful. It just means the enemy ain't got nothing new. He going to keep bringing the same old stuff, same old trials, same old tests. But guess what? You take a nap because y'all are not average people. So when he come for you, you are already equipped. You are already on the battlefield. You already know what's going to happen. I'm about to shake. I'm about to break this. I'm about to make and manage my millions because everything he bringing my way, I've already know that my God has already made provision. He's already made provision. He's already went before me. He's already made the crooked path straight. All I got to do is show up and walk in it. I stand with my shoulders back, with my head held high, even though all this chaos is going on around me, but I will not be moved. I cannot be pushed off of the promise that what God said because he said what he said. I believe what he said, and I'm walking in what he said, so it don't matter what they said. It don't matter what them said. It don't matter what nobody said, but what does said, the Lord, because what he said will be brought to pass. What he said is already established. Y'all say, and it is so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's time for us to know who we are and not just... Sometimes we K-N-O-W too much. We know too much. So when when an opportunity comes and God wants us to get on assignment, because we K-N-O-W, our answer and response to him is N-O. So stop knowing so much so that your answer to God will not be no. Amen? Amen. Luke 9, 3 and 4 the Amplified Classic Version. It reads, And he said to them, Do not take anything for your journey, neither walking stick nor wallet for a collection bag, nor food of, of any kind, nor money, and do not have two undergarments, tunics, and whatever house you enter, stay there until you go away from that place. Saints, we got to stop taking natural supplements on spiritual journeys. Natural supper, we take distractions, we take lack, we take depression, we take guilt. All of those are natural supplements, but we're going on a spiritual journey where you can't be distracted. You need to be discerning. So we got to leave all those things behind. Leave them behind because, see, when Jesus sent his disciples out, he already had made provision for them. He said, don't take nothing. We're trying to figure out what we need to take, what our bank account need to look like, what, I, what our physical health need. We're trying to figure all that out. And God already told you to move, saint. He said, go, saint. He said, I got you. I'm covering you. You are prepared. You are equipped. Just go. It's time for you to go. It's time for you to shift. You got to learn how to move. You are a movement. You're not created to stand. You're not created to sit. You are created to move. If you couldn't move and God created you, he wouldn't have gave you these two beautiful legs that we walk in. That's because we are created to move. We are created to move. He covered everything for us. He is our provision. If God has sent you, then the provision has already gone before you. 
So anything that God is telling you to do, I want to encourage you now. You don't have to always share your vision with everybody because they're not going to understand it. When people come and they tell you their vision, just listen. Stop trying to manage their vision. That ain't, that ain't for you. And you ain't got to tell them that ain't for me. That's their vision. You know, it, uh, you can't tell them, well, it's, it, you're going to do a taco bus. It's about 10 of them already over there. That's not your business. So your vision is for you. Walk it out with Jesus. If you want to tell somebody, tell him. Tell him. But you got to have seed in the ground. You need something to produce your own harvest. You know, when I came into the body of Christ, listen, my credit score was in the red. It was red. I, I, now I know that was the devil. That was the devil's score. That wasn't my credit score. But it, was, it, but it was in the red, right? And God told me, he said, now, now I want you to manage millions. You, you can't be concerned about what looks in the red when God has told you to manage millions. See, it's like you're going back and forth and it don't line up. But now that I'm in the family of Christ, he's taking me to higher dimensions. So whatever was red, I don't look at it like I can't do this. I look at it like I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. So if he tells you to open that business, if he tells you to open that business account, if he tells you whatever it is he's telling you to do, don't look at you for the provision. All you have to do is hold on to that vision and then start moving. He'll send you where you need to go. I don't need a loan. I am the loan. You are the loan. You are planted here with every single thing that you need. There is no lack in the kingdom. You just got to learn how to manage what you have already. You try to get more and more and more and more, but you can't even manage what you got. You got to manage what you have. Amen. Amen. You are, you know, you are chosen to infect this earth with the goodness of God. That's our assignment. I, 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 this example, God gave me this example of when you go on vacation. You go on vacation and you have your little, I don't know about y'all, but when I go on vacation, I, sometimes I don't unpack my, my bag. I live out my my luggage, right? So you live out your luggage, and you, you, but, you, but while you're on vacation, you're enjoying yourself. You're going on excursions. You're having a good time, but you have this itinerary. Sometimes some, some, I don't do this no more. I used to. Come back from vacation and need a vacation, you know, because you don't, you, don't you don't try to do so much stuff, and, and, and then you get back, and you realize you didn't really get to enjoy the vacation, Right? So God told me, he said, my people need to learn and understand this, that while you're here on earth, live out your luggage. Enjoy yourself while you're here. Don't try to do everything because you're a part of the body of Christ. Everything ain't yours to do. Everything is not yours to do. Enjoy yourself while you're here, but remember the purpose. The purpose is this your vacation spot. You're not going to stay here. You're going home. You're not going to stay here. You're going home. But the thing about it is, live out your luggage. Unpack some things that you don't need to take. If it's summertime, don't take no winter coat. 
That's what we're doing here. When you're in spiritual warfare, you can't be unpacking and putting your tools down. You got to keep them locked and loaded. Keep your weapons locked and loaded. You do not have to take off the armor of God. It is waterproof. It ain't going to get wet because you got in the shower and you need to lay it down. Keep it on. Keep yourself infused with the power that God has placed on the inside of you. That is how you're going to manage every single thing that he gave you to manage. Amen. You know, God, God told me this. He said, daughter, he said, you're on the front lines. You're on the front lines. He said, the enemy just, yeah, the enemy, he, he, messing, with, he messing with all of us, right? I'm not immune. But he told me, he said, you public enemy number one. See, God knows what they be talking about. You know, he said, you, you public enemy number one. And I said, what? And I was like, I'm public enemy number one. And he said, but the thing about it is that target that they placed on your back from the pits of hell, he said they can't hit it. They can't hit it because you're moving. They can't hit that target if you're moving. They keep trying to hit it, but they can't hit it because you keep moving. Every time the, the, the enemy comes to mess with you in your house, your children, your grandchildren, or your finances, you, he hitting the target because you're standing looking and trying to see what he's going to do next. I don't care what he's going to do next because I'm public enemy number one. Y'all are public enemy number one. He coming for you, but he can't hit the target if you flash, if you're moving. You got to shake it up. You got to keep moving. You got to stop sitting down on the battlefield. We are in spiritual warfare. That means fight. That means fight, fight, fight. Fight for your legacy. Fight for your promise. Fight for what God gave you. Stop putting it down and let somebody else try to come and manage it. Target. Y'all better see them targets on your back. I see them. All these targets. Mm. Don't let them hit you because you got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. You got to keep believing. You got to keep receiving. You got to keep power up. You got power in you? The power down in your toes. Power up. Don't let the power just stay in your feet and then you want to shift and you don't want to move. You got to get up and move. Don't, don't worry about what the people are doing next to you. If you got to get up and not run around, run. Yeah. You know what? If God don't do nothing else for me, he's already done enough. So I can't, I, I got to stay lit. I have to stay moving. I, I love it because one thing about in God we trust, he trusts us. If, if, if you have a word, from God, not just a word, but a word from God, and you want to, and he tells you to tell somebody that word, that means he trusts you. He trusts you to go and say a word to them and encourage them and give it to them. Now, it's up to you if you move, but you better remember that target on your back going to stop you, try to stop you from moving, from managing what God is telling you to do. And what he's telling you is, um, you know, I hear people say stuff like, well, I got this little check in the mail. A little check? Well, did you work for it? <laughs> There's nothing little about the God that we serve. He is the provision. Stop saying stuff is little. I got a little blessing. What is a little blessing? I got a little anointing. What is that? I, I got a little prayer that I was What is that? We got, we got to stop dumb down and, and being bold about what God has told us to do. There is nothing little about your prayers. There is nothing little about you. There is nothing little. God created you. You made it here. You are here because he chose you to be here. So there is something about you. 
that you can give God some praise because you know what? You are anointed, you are equipped, and you are here. You are here, you are here, you are here. So you got to activate that anointedness on the inside of you. There were three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, they would not get off of their assignment. They would not bow to the king. They said, I'm going to praise my God. I don't care if you kill me. I don't care. I don't care. You're going to throw me in that furnace? Go ahead. I'm still, I get a reward because I'm still going to be with my Lord and Savior. So you can do what you can do to me because what you can do to me ain't going to be nothing about the reward that I'm getting ready to receive. So I receive a reward here and I receive a reward there. So what's stopping you? What's stopping you? You have the reward. You are royalty. But those three Hebrew boys did not say, God, take this away from us. Don't let the fire be hot. Don't let us suffer. He didn't, he didn't say, take this plate away from me. What they did was they invited God into that furnace with them. We got to invite God into the fight with us. We got to allow God to come fight with us. God likes to fight for us, but he loves it when, we, he, when he can fight with us. That means you saying, God, come fight for me. God said, I want to fight with you. I want to fight. That's why I'm in you. So when you go in the fight, I'm with you. You cannot lose. You cannot lose. You're not losers. You're winners. God said it. If God said it, I believe it. And ain't no devil in hell can tell me nothing different. Devils are under your feet, under your feet. I walk on them. You walk on them. How you going to let somebody that is under your feet tell you what to do? Tell you what you can have and what you can't have. Tell you which way to drive to work when God done told you to go the other way. Because he's covering and protecting you. It's not little. It's not little. If he tells you to go to the left and you're like, well, I say time going to the right. No, no. He's covering you. Listen. 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 You got to learn how to manage the things that God has given you. Because he is a consuming fire. And we have to get to the point where we're not trying to pray every challenge away. Things, some things are allowed to help us grow. We can't keep being babies. I, I, so we got babies in here. Uh, next year, that baby ain't going to be the same, the same age the baby is now. Looking around at some of y'all, y'all growing. We are maturing. We, we got we to take those bottles out of our mouth. It's time to eat some meat. If you're getting choked, that means you need to grow some more. But what we're not going to do in this camp is we're not going to give you no bottles. You have to learn that you have, to, uh, you have kingdom assignments, so therefore you, you have kingdom assets. You got kingdom assignments, so you, are ki you have kingdom assets. Everything is provided for you. Everything is provided for you. You can't believe for a healing, but you can believe for the car that you can go in the car lot and get yourself and call it a blessing. We got to learn how to believe God for everything, everything, not just the things that we can do on our own. He said, trust me in everything, everything. Trust me with everything, the way you part your hair, the way you comb, everything. Sometimes we look at things and say, that's just simple. But, but those are the deepest things of God, simple things. He's trying to teach you how to manage everything that he's already provided for you.
Amen. Mm. It's time for us to get to a, get in a position to loose the bondage that we've created for ourselves. We've placed ourselves in this in this circle, and and guess what? We've got invited God in that circle. We we won't allow God. Um, to shift us. We won't allow God to move us. We won't allow God to increase us. We won't allow God to elevate us. We want to stay right here where it's comfort, comfortable at. God tell us to do something, we'd be like, well, can't you send Pastor Mike to do it? You know? And, and God is saying, I can send who I want to send, but I chose you. I chose you. It's still going to get accomplished, but it's going to get accomplished without you. I want to be a part of every single thing God is doing. I, I, sometimes I have to say, God, let me mind my spiritual business over here. Because I, I, I want to I just be a part of everything you're doing. Some things ain't, got no, ain't, ain't my business. But I be like, God, help me. Because I be, because, you know, I'm celebrating. When you're doing good things and I hear all these things, I'm like, I'm celebrating. When I'm celebrating some, sometimes I think I celebrate more than y'all be celebrating for your own self. <laughs> you know, because that's what God, God, because the thing about it is I'm, I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at how, how, how much we're growing. You know, how, how he's um, opening up doors for us. How he's doing things for us. I remember um, a couple of years ago I was, Complaining about these presidents, they this, they that. I, I was, I was complaining. I was praying God take them out the office. God shut them down. I was doing all that, and God said, "Why are you doing that?" He said, "I have all of my chosen, but ain't none of them running." You say, you say people are running. Uh, me, me and God. You say people are running. They ain't got no integrity. Where are my people that have integrity? So we can't be sitting down complaining. Go run for president. Go get in these government chairs. Go be doctors and nurses. Go do some things. Go in there and pray for those patients. God said he want us in these positions, but we got to learn how to manage these millions. We got to learn how to manage what he has told us to do. We sitting here and we the, we, we the president of the complaint department, but we won't move. We won't move. You know, my doctor told me this. He don't know what he's talking about. Well, what, what, what are saints? What a saint doctor that's going to pray with you and cover you? You know what I'm saying? God is, God is, God is your doctor. He is, he is your redeemer. He is everything. He is your rock. He's your sanctifier. He is every single thing that we need. We need him. We need him. The good shepherd. The good, good father. Mm. Hallelujah. This scripture, <coughs> excuse me, this scripture, I, God gave me this this morning, Danielle. So Matthew 24, 38 and 39, because I want to I give y'all, y'all know I like flash, so I my secret out, but I also like, uh, so I like to say news flash, because that'd be my thing. So I'm going to give y'all a news flash. Okay. Matthew 24, 38, 39. Uh, in the Passion Translation, and I'm also going to read 42. But 38 um, says, Before the flood, people lived, in, lived their lives eating, drinking, marrying, and having children. 39 says, They didn't realize the end was near until Noah entered the ark. And then suddenly, 
the flood came and took them all away in judgment. It will happen the same way when the Son of Man appears. Now skip down to 42, and it says, this is why you must stay alert, because no one knows the day your Lord will come. Now, now we know there's a lot of things going on in the world, but we out here drinking, marrying, enjoying our, ourselves. But y'all got to stay, like I say, that's that scripture I say when I say stay ready. You got to stay ready. You got to stay alert. Things are coming, and it's going to be, it's, it's not going to be when it's chaos. All these things that we're seeing now, that's preparation. That's preparation. Those are things that are going to come. Jesus is not going to come when all that coming on. He, he's go, it's going to be subtle. It's going to be when you're not paying attention. It's going to be when you're not alert. So you got to stay ready in season and out of season. You are ready. You are already equipped. But you got to keep praying. Don't just pray when the storms of life are coming. Pray all the time. Give God praise even in the midst of the storm. You know, in Florida, we have these um, storms and hurricanes be coming. And then you hear the uh, news people, they might say, the eye. We're in the eye. It's so calm. It's so peaceful. But here comes some power coming after that. Just when, you, just when you out there taking selfies and posting, oh, they said a hurricane coming, but look, we in Florida, it's sunny, it's bright, and then all hell breaks loose. And now you, you caught off guard. That is, that is how I see life. When all hell is breaking loose, I, I am connected to the rock. You are connected to the rock. You got to learn how to manage and, and uh, sustain your position. Stop moving out of season. Stop moving from the mark. Keep your eyes on God. Keep your eyes locked and loaded. All the time. You might be in the eye right now, but just know the weapons that are forming against you is coming. And it's going to come with a force to try to push you off. Well, oh my God, what next? It don't matter what next. I'll be like, I'm ready for next. That's how we got to be. Don't worry about what's, God, oh my God, what, what else going to happen? The, that, that what else coming? That what else is coming? Everything that you speak out your mouth coming. Those, those are seeds that you're putting in the ground and you shall reap a harvest. So look, put some good seeds in the ground. I am above and not beneath. I am more than a conqueror. My God is for me, so who can be against me? I am everything, God, you said I am. I am powerful and I am equipped. I am managing millions. I'm a millionaire in all ways, not just my kingdom bank account, but in my health, in my body, in my mind, everything. Long life will I have serving and satisfying you. And not long life any kind of way, but long life walking, using all of my mobility. Using my mind, it's sharp, it's intact. Everything, everything. Those are the specific. He said, come boldly to the throne of grace. Stop coming to the throne of grace saying, well, Lord, if, if it be your will. It is his will. His will is for you to prosper and be in good health. But your will need to line up with his will. Amen. Y'all lit? Listen. Remember, you have kingdom assignments, so you have kingdom assets. When God say go, stop waiting. When God say wait, it doesn't mean he's saying no. He already done went before you. He's playing out every single thing that concerns you, and he's, he got you. 
but you got to participate. You got to participate. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord God, for this word. I thank you, Lord God, that we receive every single thing that you have presented to us this day. We will not walk out of here looking in the mirror and finding something wrong. We will look in the mirror and see everything that is right. I thank you, Lord God, right now for the increase, for the increase in our bodies, for the increase in our bank accounts, our kingdom accounts. Thank you, Lord God, for the kingdom assets. In God we trust. Thank you, Lord God, right now for every person that's in here, Lord, because they pressed to get here today in your house, Lord God. I just thank you, and I just decree and declare blessings over their lives. Nothing missing, lacking, or broken, Father God. I thank you that you are restoring relationships, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that the body of Christ walk in unity, Lord God. We manage every single thing that you have given us. I thank you, Lord God, for your promise that says yes and amen. I thank you, Lord God, that we are receivers of it. I thank you, Lord God, right now. We will not stop. We will not turn back. We will not decrease. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, until all your creation are set free. Until every knee will bow and confess that you are Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for your redeeming power. I thank you, Lord God, right now. And we give you glory and honor as we seal it. And we say, and it is so. In the name of Jesus, amen. Well, that's what God had to say to us today. We pray that it blessed you. As always, we pray that the Word of God blesses you, not just years from now or months from now or weeks from now, not even days from now, but we pray that you got something out of the message today that would change your life immediately. God bless you and look forward to chatting with you next time.